Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Chat, news and your views. Thanks for having me. Good to talk to you this morning. So what is all this about then, the Road Traffic Act and Road Bill 2021? What's happening when it comes to scooters? Well, this piece of legislation has been working its way through the Oireachtas for the last two years. So it's been a fairly slow-moving piece uh, of legislation. But we are nearing the end of it now. We expect to see it signed into law after kind of final hearings in both the Dáil and Shannad in the coming weeks. And once that bill is in place, uh, the minister will have the power to make regulations to specify who can use scooters, where they can be used, uh, and what the requirements are for their use. So what is the current status of electric uh, scooters then, please? So electric scooters technically are categorised as mechanically propelled vehicles at the moment, MPVs, akin to a car. So to use one on a public road, you technically need to have insurance, uh, motor tax and also uh, a licence to operate it. Unfortunately, it's not possible to have any of those things. There is no regime to tax a scooter. Uh, there is no way to get a licence to operate one and therefore it's not possible to get insurance. So what that means is it's, it's basically a grey area and the, the scooter shouldn't be used on the public road but people are using them and I guess because the guards know that it's not possible to comply with these requirements, they're not enforcing the kind of prohibition on scooters. So you see scooter users go past, um, you know, Gardaí and up and down streets in, in yeah. every city and, and large town and across all of Ireland at the moment. But they are technically not to be used on public roads. And uh, I'd say every one of us at some stages had a scooter come across them, whether they're walking or running or, for that matter, mm. driving. Sometimes they, they shoot out at uh, the most inopportune times and they can really catch you on the hop, can't they? Absolutely. So I suppose this comes back to the lack of legislation and therefore the lack of guidelines or education about how scooters should be used and where they should be used. So like you have with bikes, uh, you know, the Road Safety Authority can do education and awareness campaigns. But because at the moment scooters are technically illegal, they're not in a position to do that. Uh, similarly, because the guards are a bit unclear as to what the rules are or will be, they're not enforcing people using scooters in an inappropriate way. So, so that's something yeah, we want to see changed. So when is it going to change then? Well, um, the, the legislation, as I said, we expect to see within the next um, few weeks, past all stages, then the regulations will follow within a few months. So we're hopeful that all kind of legal and regulatory requirements will be in place by the autumn. And the actual key milestone dates, you have some of those first. What are they, please? Well, so as I said, the, the, the legislation should pass all stages uh, and be signed into law by the end of May. Uh, that's our understanding of the process. Then the, the regulations are being worked on in tandem in the Department of Transport at the moment, you know, with the various agencies feeding in. And then once they're complete, um, they will have to go to the European Commission. So where any member state in Europe introduces any requirements or restrictions on vehicles, um, they have to send it to the European Commission for circulation to all other member states to make sure that we're not introducing something that's kind of anti-competitive and just favouring, you know, Irish producers or, or manufacturers. Uh, and that will take another three months. So the hope is that that will happen fairly soon after the legislation is right. signed and then it can be the, the regulations can be signed by the minister uh, in the autumn. And when all this is done and dusted, what will it mean, Ashley? Will you, will you be allowed to see scooters on, on roads or will they have to be on footpaths? What happens to them? 
So the regulations will give more precise detail, but our expectation based on what the Minister has been saying so far is that they will not be allowed to be used on pavements, um, but they will be allowed to be used in cycle lanes and on the roads where there aren't cycle lanes. So obviously we want to see all cyclists and scooters be able to, to use um, their, their bikes and scooters in segregated cycle lanes, but they're not available on every street. So where they're not, they'll be on the road. I think with Ireland and the size of our pavements, it's not appropriate for people to be on scooters on pavements. And, and that's the position that we would share with the likes of the NCBI, the Irish Wheelchair Association, a lot of advocacy groups for vulnerable road users would say that it's not appropriate for scooters to be on the path. But there are many benefits from these scooters as well, so I don't want to be too negative towards them. What are the benefits? Uh, Absolutely. So uh, in Ireland, on average, um, 40% of car journeys are for three kilometres or less. So if we could remove 40% of car journeys by by the majority of those being replaced by walking, cycling, scooting, uh, we would have, you know, that would be a, a massive benefit for our Uh, congestion, for our carbon emissions, for our cities, you know, open up more space for enjoying them, sitting out, uh, you know, being able to enjoy our streetscapes. So that's the the, the very first is just even if you could replace those short journeys, you'd you'd create a, a massive impact. But then also, you know, scooters and bikes can be used to connect people to public transport. So where people feel that they live just too far away from the bus station, the train station, by having something like a scooter for those short two, three, four kilometre journeys to connect them in, you can create, uh, you know, trip chaining and an ecosystem where people can, can really start moving away from everyone having to own their own private car with the costs associated with that, the carbon emissions associated with that. You know, there's a whole range of benefits that can come from providing these services. And do you actually represent a a scooter-making company then? So Bolt is a transport company that provides, um, you know, it connects taxi drivers and and users. So we operate in Dublin and Cork um, for for somebody trying to book a taxi. But we also provide e-bikes, e-scooters, car sharing and food and grocery delivery in cities all across Europe. Yeah. So for in Ireland at the moment, well, we, ha- we have the e-bikes in Sligo and Kilkenny and we'll soon be launching in Bray and Wexford in the next few weeks and we'll be then rolling it out to other cities and large towns um, in the coming months. We uh, hope to also be able to provide e-scooters uh, as soon as the legislation allows it. Yeah, it sounds so interesting. Uh, can you see a situation where you'll have a tax disc on your scooter? I don't know where you're going to put it. Or will, will it not go quite that far? No, I, I don't anticipate. I suppose tax at the moment is primarily um, calculated based on emissions. So sometimes you hear this argument, why don't, uh, why don't cyclists pay tax? Well, you're not actually paying tax for the use of the road. You're paying tax for the amount of emissions your vehicle is putting out into the world. Um, And that's how we, for for many years now, have calculated tax. So the lower emission your car is, you know, the smaller the engine, uh, the, the more green it is, the less tax you pay. So on that basis, really there isn't an argument for why a cyclist or a person on a scooter would pay tax. Um, So for that reason, I don't think the the government would be considering that as a requirement. Um, Mm. Really, the more people who are using scooters and bikes, the better it is for the motorists because it means less congestion and more space for those who have to be in a car because there are 
obviously, uh, you know, a number of use cases, whether it's based on where you live or what you're transporting or your own mobility needs. You know, there's there are some people who absolutely need to be in a car. Um, but for those who don't and who are provided with alternatives, it really benefits everyone if they can start moving towards more sustainable options. I mean, we've generalised quite a lot, but I have the headings here in front of me. Maximum speed, age restrictions, ban from paths and pavements, need to wear a helmet, situation on insurance, licence, reg plate, what will the fines consequences look like in parking? And all these will be decided on, as you say, very, very soon. Absolutely, yes. So uh, the the department is working on kind of the regulations which will answer all of those questions at the moment. We expect to see it out in the coming months uh, once this primary legislation has passed all stages in the next few weeks. Um, And it's, it's, you know, it's going to be a really interesting time. It's not transport system gets a whole new option um, to, to provide to people uh, and and really try and help move the, the needle in terms of us trying to reduce our carbon emissions from transport and provide people with alternatives to connect them in with public transport and other, other ways of getting around other than a car. I'd like to get the listeners' reaction to what you've just said, Ashley. Good to talk to you. Uh, just uh, you mentioned about e-bikes coming to Wexford. Do you know what part of Wexford they're coming from or coming to? They'll, they're coming to Wexford Town and they'll be going live in the next month. So we're really looking forward to being able to provide people in Wexford Town with that option. Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Chat, news and your views. Alan Corcoran.